home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to a Wednesday here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you uh, for the next two hours as we get into the world of sports. Recap game one of the World Series, a game that uh, uh, certainly uh, if you're not one that likes to stay up for three or four hour baseball games, that well, you were in your glory last night, two hours and 28 minutes. Game one of the World Series, game two tonight, we'll preview that as well. The cap man will be here, courtesy of our friends at Heartland flags.com uh cappy and uh the two of us will oh i guess maybe take one more look back at the cubs and potentially ahead to some of the off-season moves and some of the stories making uh, headlines in chicago including the bears who travel to new orleans to take on the saints this week uh bill bender from the sporting news will get into college football with bill uh in the one o'clock hour mitch sherman who works for espn.com he covers the big 12 we'll take a look at tcu and and Iowa State, as well as some of the other games uh, taking place uh, in that conference this weekend. And then to wrap things up, former Cyclone signal caller uh, Austin Arnaud will be here. We'll pick Austin's brain. What does he see when Kyle Kempt takes the field? Uh, and uh, great to see Trent, and welcome to the program, obviously, and welcome to see you as always. Yes. Uh, that, uh, that Kemp's starting to get some national pub uh, surrounding his emergence as the starter for Iowa State after you know paying his dues as he did for the first five years of his uh, college career. It's an incredible story. It's a story you don't see. It's uh, a guy coming out of nowhere. Okay, you see kind of things like that, but he's a Not walk-on. Not near five at the quarterback right. position. He's a walk-on. He's a guy that couldn't play at junior college. He got unseated at junior college. Went to Oregon State. Didn't work there. Yep. And here he is at Iowa State and leading a reclamation project that nobody envisioned this. We were, how do you map out six wins? That was Mm -hmm. best case scenario, you get to six and six. Spent a significant number of segments trying to map up the road to six, did we not? Yeah, yeah, we could take a couple routes. All the way back to last January, I think we started in on the, when you're looking for us us to kill a segment. Well, let's do football, okay. King football, as always. But here we are, they're five and two, they're nationally ranked and it's TCU, and a TCU team that I still don't have a great handle on. Well, their defense is legit, it's as good. you would expect with Gary Patterson. Yep. The four-two-five has given teams problems for a long time, and you know when they made the move to the Big Twelve, it was one of the things that when the question was, you know, how is it going to translate for them? And they moved conferences. They were on the way to the Big East for a little while mm-hmm. before that fell apart. But I thought the four-two-five, what he does would work so well against Big 12 offenses. With the explosion of offense, the wide, the spread, everything that they do, the 4-2-5 away to get, grab, instead of having that extra linebacker, a guy with some size at the safety position, a guy that can run, you can do so many different things. And well, we've seen this worked out very well. And every time they have a step back, like it was last season, Gary Patterson always turns it right back around. And has this season. Mm-hmm. Kenny Hill's playing pretty well, although he's, I don't, look, you'd rather have Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, and they did a pretty nice job, that defense. John Hickok's uh, defense uh, shutting down Baker Mayfield, who I think is probably still the consensus best quarterback, although the kid down in uh, in the same state, Stillwater, uh, Mason would uh, give you a run for, the, right. uh, for that um, whatever title. Uh, but um, so look, at it's, it's a fascinating game for so many angles. This is going to be a legitimate test. Uh, and we'll talk about that with uh, Austin Arnod at 140 and, and uh, similarly with Mitch Sherman at about 120. But we've got to start, Trent, by going back to last night. I guess the narrative uh, that Clayton Kershaw is not a good postseason performer um, at least for last night, we can kind of put that on the back burner. He was as good as you're going to see out of anybody that's pitched game one of a World Series. I mean, 80, what, 84 pitches, 57 strikes, uh, seven innings, 11 strikeouts, just um, just a masterful for performance out of maybe the game's best pitcher. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about guys and different pitches and wipeout sliders and things like that, but there's still something about a curveball. That I absolutely love. And his It was working last night. It is a beauty. Just that twelve to six, the big bender, seeing guys' knees buckle. There's nothing in baseball. And for these me are good hitters on yes. this Astros line yeah. in that last Astros lineup too. Look, you can make the case that uh, did he get a couple of calls his way? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, because he didn't have the best, most consistent night behind the plate. It was a low strike zone. Yeah, the, the one to Altuve in particular <laughs> is the one that um He's you know, got a low strike zone to himself. begin with, right? Uh, but but that was a horrendous call. But it, it, look, it it wasn't the uh, a, the generosity of the home plate umpire that uh, that allowed K- Clayton Kershaw to dominate the uh, the American League's best team last night. He was on like we haven't seen. You know the uh, the, the the comparisons to Sandy Koufax in uh, what was it nineteen sixty mid sixties when he pitched his gem. Um, and I'm not saying I remember it. I was alive for it, but I, but but you couldn't certainly recall. In fact, Clayton Clayton Kershaw, Sandy Koufax, was the first athlete I can remember asking my dad, "Well, what does it mean he's retiring?" Mm. Um, and I was clear as a bell, I can remember to this day, you know, having my dad explain to me what you know. Well, guys retire and they walk away and they don't play anymore, son. <laughs> Uh, but I, I couldn't grasp that. But Koufax was the first one that uh, that brought me to ask that question. But look at the comparisons last night were were legit. I mean, Koufax dominated, and and last night we saw. And here's the other thing about it, Trent. Dallas Keuchel pitched a bad night. I uh, picked a bad night to go up against the game's yeah. best pitcher yeah. because in his own right, I mean, a lot of times day after we would be talking about his game last night. First pitch, not so good. Well, that one aside. Taylor, the way he hit that ball, and I didn't even see it live. He crushed it. Uh, late getting in, didn't get in until it was, well, it was 1-1 when I finally got into the game. And so that was about the fourth, third or fourth? Fourth. Fourth yeah. inning. Fourth inning. Yeah. Fourth inning. And uh, then I see the highlight. Whoa. I mean, that, you don't see balls hit like that. That was a decent pitch that yeah. he hit, too. He had to go down and get that yeah. ball. And, and the other one that that he gave up, yeah, it was just one of those nights where Guy on the other side's a lot better. Yep. You take the loss, and that's baseball, and that's as a starting pitcher, one that you have to do. Is Houston dead already? Boy, I mean, it sure feels like yeah. it. Yeah, I hate this. Boy, the pressure's on Verlander tonight. Yes. You know, and he has been so good. I mean, he's been perfect since he's gone over there, Trent. He hasn't mm-hmm. lost a game since he's put on the Astros uniform. And and that you, the law of averages say that's going to catch up, but it can't tonight. I mean, the pressure pressure on Justin Verlander to even this series at one before they go back to Houston. This feels like 
And, and I know that they say that you, the series never starts until you learn lose a game in your home building, right? Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy, it sure feels like Houston has to get this one tonight. Rich Hill's a nice pitcher. Yeah. But he's not in Verlander's class. Verlander's dominant. He needs to go out and pitch like he's pitched, in particular uh, in the ALCS. If he does that, and if he can shut down Taylor and Turner and Bellinger and Seeger and Forsyth and Puig, and who am I missing? Uh, the catcher, um, Barnes. Barnes, yeah. Um, he has to do that tonight. He just has to. And then you you have to score some runs, conversely, if you're Houston, and do so early in the ballgame because you know that this bullpen uh, is, is just, they're almost automatic. We know Kenley Jansen. I mean, back-end guy, closer. Yeah. But Morrow coming in. And, and that was, I'm sure, a moment. I had the moment last night. I'm like, really pulling Kershaw? I mean, I understand this is your plan. Yeah. But you're really pulling Kershaw the way that he's going, the number of pitches that 84 he 84 pitches at the time, through seven innings. And Morrow comes right in, does his thing. Jensen you know, he and, was a starter. When he was yes. with the Blue Jays, he started. He was pretty good, I He thought. was. Seattle, he was well Seattle with the came from there. He was a top, I want to say a top 10 pick in his draft year. I'm yeah. positive he was. He's he's a guy that I've known for a long time in my fantasy. Man, nerd. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a name that I've had up there for a long time. And, and, and I love seeing guys that... Is he Can't on the Chicago Mold? Yeah, the Chicago Mold, my fantasy team name <laughs> for 2018. He uh, He's a guy that electric stuff as a starter, but injuries were a part of it. Mm-hmm. He always seemed to have those innings where he'd have a blow up, but then you put him in that role. And the difference as a bullpen guy where you just go in there and you chuck and, and you get your 15 to 20 pitches and that's it. Just how much better a guy can be. Oh, he was good. You know what? Up until this year, he's been more known as a guy who's really good on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think it's the same okay. brand. This guy, there can't be two of them. You would think so. No, he's really funny. Huh. <laughs> On Twitter, you'll have to. And I don't follow him, but I see a lot of his stuff gets uh, you know retweeted. Right. Look, Springer at the top of that Astros lineup is a pretty good player. Yes. He struck out four times last night. Kershaw got him three, and Jansen got him in the uh, in, in his inning of work last night. Golden Sombrero. A hot night yeah, for a golden what sombrero. You, that's not what you want to wear in game one of the World Series. That's yeah. for certain. No, so I, I was looking at the overall numbers. Now, Verlander, since he came over, has been ridiculously mm-hmm. good. But overall they this season. They fixed him. How about that? Yes. And, and they credit a video piece, a piece, a video machine that somehow has fixed his curveball, <laughs> his release point or the... the I'm sure they'll explain it again tonight. But it's a piece of equipment they didn't have in Detroit mm-hmm. that they took advantage of when he got to Houston, and it was a simple fix that's made Verlander look like the Cy Young Verlander again. Well, and I had mentioned to you, I, I heard Verlander talking about making the move over and them in analytics. And uh, somebody in their organization had said, we probably give the guys too much because that's just what they do. That's mm-hmm. the organization top to bottom. Is about analytics, sabermetrics, yep. whatever term you want to use. And for most pitchers and most players in general, they give them too much. And Verlander just ate it up right away. He went full in. What's and, that say about Detroit? Well, yeah, that, that's one part of it. And the other part is, what's that say about Verlander? A guy that's veteran. Willing to he, learn. He, yep. was, he was pitching well, too. Excellent point. He got off to a rough start this year, but was pitching well the six weeks before he was traded. I know what I'm doing. But it's he just, looked as though he was nearing the end, yeah, to your point. Yeah. And he could have very well said, I got this. You traded for me. I'll do my thing. Mm-hmm. Instead, he went the other way. Give me everything you got. What can you do? And you mentioned that curveball, a mm-hmm. piece of that, what he did. But looking at those numbers, ERA, Rich Hill's actually better this year than Justin Verlander. Mm-hmm. Surprises me. Whip, walks and hits per inning. Mm-hmm. 
Hill better this year. Mm-hmm. Strikeouts per nine. Rich Hill's actually... No, he's not. <laughs> yes. he Is struck, he really? He struck out 166 and 135 no, innings. His story's pretty unique in his own yes. right. I mean, this is a guy who went down to the Independence League yeah. to, to, to find his game again and was willing to... You know, do what they ride buses and, and pitch in front of hundreds of people, mm-hmm. not not thousands or tens of thousands. And That's K a pretty good story. Yeah, and K per nine. I would, I would have bet a lot of money and lost a lot of money on that trade. <laughs> Verlander's 219 out of 206 innings pitch, and uh, Hill 166 out of 153. So, wow. shade better there, K per yeah. nine. It's, <laughs> but uh, a couple of good stories. In baseball, there's always stories, and and that's another part. You know, I mentioned I've, I've had people ask, especially during the summer, how do you talk about baseball on the radio? Well, you don't break down really the game that you saw. It's more of a look forward, and, and you do big picture things. And these are the kind of small stories that came up. You know, One of my, my favorite stories was earlier this year with the Brewers, after they got off to that good start. Mm-hmm. And Eric Thames. Yeah, was over how about him? In Korea. Right. And looked like his career was, for all intents and purposes, over. Yep. And he comes out and starts off the season on fire. I love those things. And in baseball, it's such an odd sport. It's and such they've a got difficult a team sport. every year that that that, mm-hmm. that fits that uh, mold, right? That team that nobody saw coming. They're not supposed to be this good. Diamondbacks every, and Rockies this year. The Twins this year. The, well, the Twins for sure. Absolutely, just coming out of nowhere and doing those kind of things. Baseball is a great sport. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. If you want to know how you talk baseball, tune in May, June, July. <laughs> we and will April be doing to an extent. We certainly will. Well, we're going to talk to David Kaplan. Speaking of baseball, the Athletic, uh, and I'm a big fan. I, I wasn't a big fan of the CEO coming out and um, yeah. You know, get a hold of yourself, right? Show a little humility. For people that missed it, he basically came out and said that they're going after every good writer in America, and they're going to kill newspapers. we can't wait to see newspapers fail. It it was a bad look. It really was a bad look, and I think they lost a lot of subscribers. Yeah. Now he's come out and he said, well, I didn't mean like that. Yeah, BS, you didn't mean like that. He looked at how many subscribers you were losing, and you went in spin control mode uh, instantly and tried to uh, stem the tide. But it's a great publication, and it's not certainly the writer's fault that have come over there uh, just because their CEO is a you-know-what. But there's a piece that if if you're a Cubs fan, like I think it's... What is it? Four bucks a month. Three ninety nine a month. Four ninety five a month. I think is that what it is. You can get yeah. It's it's um, there's so many of these guys, guys that you've read, guys that have covered sports for made a living for for decades doing this, and the piece on the Cubs and what they've got and who they might be able to keep and how they're going to keep them, and um, it's fascinating. So we'll get into that with Cappy. We'll do some Bears. Cappy, I think blew off Game One of the World Series last night. Did the Bulls play? Because he was tweeting about Laurie Markkinen. Oh, him, so maybe he went to a Bulls game at home last. Oof. I can't get into the NBA. So it's game one of the World Series. I'm surprised Cap wasn't in Vegas for the Blackhawks. Yeah, sounded like there was a pretty good Blackhawks you know contingent. Every visiting team yes. is going to fill that building. Um, I watched a lot of hockey last night because the baseball got over so soon. I did the same thing. I and flipped so over I flipped. and watched the game too. As soon as it was, it was over. great. It, I, I loved it. Now, where do you get the Vegas games? You, you don't have the NHL, Pat. Well, you get the Blackhawks. Blackhawks, of course you do. Yeah, I got the Blackhawks. And uh, the thing that I love though is I saw on Twitter somebody talking about it. And it's a great point. I don't think we we thought enough about how much of home ice advantage it's going to be for Vegas when teams come in. See, there. I thought it was going to be entirely different because I thought the visiting fan bases. I know. I'm on Jets Twitter constantly, yeah. right? And 
I'm, I'm sure there's going to be other franchises that are going to snap up as many tickets as visiting mm-hmm. teams do. I think the Canadian teams are going to fill that building. Sure. Not just Winnipeg, but the Can- it's a chance to go to the States after yeah. all, right? Uh, and, and go to Vegas. And go to Vegas. Uh, two birds with one stone. But, um, yeah, to, to your point, there, there's uh, – who saw this coming? The Golden Knights. Because guys are in Vegas, too. Yeah. The players are in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit the town a little you bit. You would think. That was always one. Well, oh, franchise will never work there. Uh-huh. The home team will be out running around. They'll be gambling. Um, never going to work well. Here's an NFL team. There's an NHL team. MLB sounds like they're kicking the tires. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's um, They're off to a great start. And uh, I certainly didn't anticipate working the Golden Knights into the opening monologue. <laughs> no, Trent no. Condon, well done out of you. Uh, David Kaplan will be here next. Bill Bender, the Sporting News, will get into college football with Bill. That's coming up at 1240. Mitch Sherman on the Big 12 at 120. He writes at ESPN.com. Now, one of my favorites that uh, we've covered over the years uh, in his playing career, Austin Arnaud. In fact, he might be my favorite, truth be known. I'm a big Austin fan, always have been. Uh, he'll join us at 1.40 as we'll get into Iowa State. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're on 1700 KBGG. Trent and I are here noon to 2, Monday through Friday, and we'll be right back. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. The prices at some Halloween attractions are scarier than the events themselves. That's why we're bringing you Half Off Haunts. You'll save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Like Howell's Pumpkin Patch. Howell's Pumpkin Patch is loaded with pumpkins and farm fun, including a corn maze, giant bull slide, great pumpkin jumping pad, new this year eight-person international harvester pedal tractor, and push-pull tractors and more. Another Half Off Haunt is Scream Acres at Bloomsbury Farm in Atkins. Scream Acres features four different attractions. Cell Block Z, the Carnival Chaos, the Slaughterhouse, and Haunted Cornfield. The final half-off haunt is the Pumpkin Ranch in Winterset. Home of Iowa's Mega Corn Maze, Jump Pillows, Zip Lines, Giant Tube Slide, a Toddler Town, and Pumpkins. Learn more about these half-off haunts now with the sweet deals at 1700kbgg.com. Quantities are limited. Don't miss your chance to save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Half-off haunt. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. Choosing the right mortgage lender involves much more than just a rate. Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards for client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage, a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online. No one else has anything like it. 
So choose Quicken Loans, America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. The Autism Society of Iowa will host its 39th annual conference on Friday, November the 3rd at the Sheraton Hotel in West Des Moines. The keynote speaker will be Steve Silberman. There will be eight breakout sessions in the afternoon to cover several autism topics. Registration is now open at AutismIA.com. AutismIA.com. It's football season, and that means that it's time to find your spot for all the big games. Trent Cotton here for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 48 big screen TVs, all the games on college Saturdays, and the NFL on Sundays. Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. But it's not just about having all the great games on. You need more than that. You need great food. Draft House 50 has just that. Huge burgers. My favorite, the pizza burger. Ground beef, Italian sausage, mozzarella cheese, little marinara, and pepperoni. Big burgers, great sandwiches, pizza. You want to go with the lighter fare? They got salads and appetizers for you as well. And you can't forget about the beer. It's in the name, Draft House 50. Local beers on tap, micro brews, whatever you're in the mood for, make it Draft House 50 in West Des Moines. Your football headquarters, Draft House 50, 6240 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll see you there. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back to the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Bill Bender, sporting news coming up at about 1240. We will talk to Bill David Kaplan coming up momentarily. He's brought to us by Heartland Flags and Custom Flags, Sports Flags, Military Flags, United States, Wind Garden. Of course, the flagpoles, decorative flags. Check them out online, heartlandflags.com. They've got a little bit of everything. NHL, MLB, NFL, college. What am I looking at here? Chelsea, soccer flag. If that's your cup of tea, whatever flag you want. I'm guessing if uh, 
Heartland Flags doesn't have it, you just can't find it. Heartlandflags.com. Make it possible to talk to uh, Cappy. He's coming up here momentarily. Bill Benner, the Sporting News. Look forward to him. We'll get into you know his final four at this point, the playoffs. What does Notre Dame mean? I, look, like Jimmy B, you want carnage, right? You you want to see you want to see um, a Notre Dame kind of elbow their way into the conversation. Maybe to which conferences are going to get left out at this point? Sure seems to me. It sure seems to me like the Pac-12 is going to be on the outside looking in. I just, I just don't see what team is um, going to emerge from that conference that's going to have a record worthy of um, being in that conversation. They're they're on the outside looking in, and TCU I think is carrying the flags, being a Heartland flags for the Big Twelve. We'll see if uh, what happens this weekend. Let's get to David Kaplan. He joins us again, brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. Cap, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on, Cappy. How are you? What's up, boys? How are we doing today? Doing fine. Did you blow off the game one of the World Series and watch the Bulls last night? I watched it all because I have, uh, like, my one vice in my life is my basement setup. Uh, okay. And so I have a bunch of TVs all hooked up on one wall, so I had it all on. Okay, because I thought, you know what, Cappy is such a baseball fan. Maybe the sting of his Cubs not making it this far has led him to just focus on the Bulls. I know you were tweeting up Markin last night. That's why I brought it up. Uh, the Finn is going to be really good, don't you think, Cap? I mean, the Bulls have a good one here. He's young, obviously, but uh, I think he's going to be a really nice player. Yeah, I think I told you guys when I was talking to you, during the draft that this guy, I had multiple guys tell me that they thought he could be the best player in the draft, certainly one of the top three. He ended up going at seven, and I had watched that kid a lot, and I really liked him then, and a lot of people would not give him any credit simply because he was drafted by John Paxson and Gar Foreman. <laughs> well, if he's drafted by them, he must be no good. And that's just a weak take. He's a really good player. Cap, I know we're both fans and subscribers to The Athletic. I think you were one of the people that uh, convinced me just your Twitter and how much uh, glowingly you were talking about it that led me to uh, pull the trigger when I did. Uh, there's a great piece on the Cubs. Rob Huff is the guy's name. I'm sure you've bumped into him in a press box or something uh, in Chicago. Uh, he wrote about the the future of the Cubs, the free agents, the guys that are likely to walk, some of the guys, the roster guys, and the decisions that are going to have to be made. Do you know the piece I'm referring to, Cap? Yeah, I have not read that piece, but I did see it's in, actually in my inbox. So, and I'm pretty familiar with you know most of that stuff because I talk with John Greenberg, who runs that whole thing uh, pretty regularly. Uh, Anthony Rizzo guaranteed 41 million. The, part of the piece that jumped out at me is it, it probably Rizzo signing that extension when it did likely cost him, according to Huff, about a hundred million dollars in potential earnings. Yeah, you could look at it that way, or you could look at it this way. Here's a kid coming off of cancer. He is hitting 151 in his cup of coffee with the San Diego Padres. He comes up to the Cubs, and has a pretty good rookie year. And then his next year, he's not very good. If you remember, after Dale Swain left, he had threatened to send them back to the minors, him and Starlin Castro, how long ago that seems. Really? And... They then brought in Rick Renteria and said, one of the things we want you to do is help fix Rizzo and Castro and all of that with the Latin players and blah, blah, blah. To make a long story short, they offered him life-changing money. Life-changing. He's set for life, and he's going to be still a relatively young man 
when his contract is up. So, yeah, he may have cost himself if he goes year to year, but when someone offers you that kind of security, you take it. And, and I don't want to spoil the piece for you, Cap, so this is the last guy I'm going to reference that it's a part of this piece. Jason Hayward, who's going to earn $21.5 million next year, and then between 20 and $22 million in 2019, 20, 21, 22, and 23. Boy, that contract, when it's said and done, Cap, I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. But again, what if they go out and win a World Series again while he's there? You know, you can look at it and go the contract, aye, aye, aye. If they win another World Series or two, you look back and you go, well, that was the price of doing business because that place prints money. They're going to get a new TV deal. They're going to have so much money that if that's all it was and they didn't have to trade away some amazing player to get them, it is what it is. Kappa. This team's going to have some retooling, not just uh, with the roster, but also with the pitching coach. Chris mm, Basio yeah, been... moves on. And is it a foregone conclusion that Jim Hickey's going to be the guy, longtime uh, pitching coach with the, with the Rays, a guy that Madden knows well? Seems like that one's almost lock, stop, and barrel ready to go, at least from my vantage point. Yeah, it cer- certainly sounds like that. But then I keep hearing... You know, they want to interview this guy and they want to talk to that guy. So I'm assuming he's going to get it. I can't tell you it's 100%. He's had other interviews on top of all that. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it all plays out. i got to believe that this will be a really, really good hire either way because Mike Maddox is out there mm-hmm. and you've got, obviously, this guy, Jim Hickey. So they're going to get a good one. What uh, what happened with Bazio Cap? I was there a problem between him and Madden? Was Bazio the scapegoat for maybe the bullpen issues? What what went wrong there? Uh, I think that he and Joe, you know, he was not hired by Joe. He was here when Joe arrived, so I think they had a good relationship. I think it just started to tire. It started to wear, and then Chris went on the air on another radio station, not mine, and made a comment that I think really infuriated the front office. He made some reference when Eric Thames had gotten off to that amazing six-week, eight-week start at the start of the season. He didn't say he was doing PEDs, but he certainly, mm, that inference came up, and I think Theo was irate about it. Second Thames reference in 29 minutes of our show today. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. There you not, go. not what you'd expect here uh, on a rate of Wednesday. Well, uh, Cap, from there, we got to jump into the Bears with you. Uh, another victory, seven, that's right, seven passes from Mitchell Trubisky. they got to take the training wheels off at some point, right? Uh, I think they do. I think it was circumstances that dictated why things went the way they went on Sunday. You know, all of a sudden... Carolina's not moving the football. Carolina's turning the ball over. And then you look, and they got a 14-point lead. Why are you going to throw the football there? I think when you play a game like this weekend against New Orleans at New Orleans with Drew Brees, there's a chance that, you know, Trubisky two weeks ago against Baltimore threw it 25 times. So I would expect a much more conventional game plan this weekend. I think this past one was just, circumstances. Cap, I want to go back to uh, to baseball in the World Series. Uh, what a refreshing night last night. Two hours and 28 minutes of a play of a World Series baseball game. 
Kappa, it's been a long time. I, I I didn't recall 1992 that there was one between the Jays and the Braves that uh, that went that quickly. But in, in the era of three and three and a half hour and pushing four games, particularly in the playoffs, two hours, 28 minutes, Cap. How about that? Yeah, it was awesome to watch that game last night. I said on the air today, boy, they keep doing that. They may find a bunch of millennials watching baseball That's true. again. That's a great so, point. You know, it was really, really quick, and it was easy. And it's not going to happen all the time, obviously, but it was cool. Uh, that Kershaw performance last night, Cap, I mean, he his the knock on him was his postseason, right? Not a good postseason pitcher. Well, I think he uh, exercised those demons last night. That was as good a performance as you're going to see out of anybody. Yeah, he was great. And I, 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 I still believe people that have this weak take that he is not a – Big game pitcher. He's not this. He's not that. He's one of the greatest guys to ever pitch in the history of the sport. He just is. And it hasn't worked out at certain junctures for whatever. Other guys get beat, too, in the postseason. They face great teams. That's going to happen. So I really believe that when we look back, we'll think it was much ado about nothing, and this guy's a stud. Last thing uh, for me on the Bulls, you mentioned them watching both that. Don't have to make that decision tonight as uh, the Bulls will play their next game on Thursday. But, Cap, I don't know what the Vegas number was on over-under for this team. Watching this roster, even against a difficult schedule to kick things off, how many games did the Bulls win this year? Uh, I think the over-under at one point was 29.5. I saw it bet all the way down, I think, to 23, 22. <laughs> and, I, I, boy, if they find a way to screw this up as bad as I think they're going to be, That'll really be sad. I can't believe that that team wins more than 20 ball games. I can't. Mm. Cap, last thing. Um, Justin Wilson did, w- w- was not good uh, when, when he came over uh, at the trade deadline. Um, I, I have to think that that's the one area. I mean, is that the one area that they're going to focus on more than anything else, Cap, in this offseason? Is retooling that bullpen? And you've got to get two starters. Starting pitching for me is still the be all. Okay. End all. You have to get starting pitching, and you're going to lose probably Arietta. Yep. You're going to lose Lackey for sure. So you're going to have to find a way to come up with two starting pitchers at least, two really good ones, and then another one to have in your stable. So it's going to take time. There was a kid down here came by, pitched one game up there. I can't think of his name. A foreign player, I think maybe Japanese. Oh, Jeng Ho, Jeng Ho Right, right. And the the stage got to him. He wasn't very good. Does he factor into the plans? Do you think? I don't think as one of their rotation guys. I don't. Okay. At this point, no. Last thing, Cap Verlander, who is I guess about an inch from becoming a Cub and ultimately settled on the Astros, and we know what's going to happen tonight and how good he's been. Do you have any idea what uh, what Detroit was asking for Verlander that the Cubs just couldn't come up with because of all the previous trades that they'd made? They wanted three of the top ten prospects in the system. The Cubs just didn't have them left, and Houston had put a pretty good package together, three of their top ten. I think their fourth-ranked prospect, and then you had to take all the money. The money wasn't the problem for the Cubs. They would have mm-hmm. taken it. But it was they didn't have the players to trade. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Cappy. You got it, boys. Have a good week. Yep, good to talk to you. David Kaplan, brought to us by heartlandflags.com, 282-7603. Check them out. Go online. You can find a flag for anything. If you're a sports fan, you'll be hard-pressed not to find your team's flag or banner at heartlandflags.com. And no shipping. I know we have a lot of podcast listeners out and about. 
I mean, not hundreds of thousands like some people claim, but we, we, we have we have a good contingent out there. Well, what a farce that is, right? Especially when we can see the numbers. We can see the numbers, and yeah, it's not hundreds of thousands. But we do have a healthy... No, but it's dozens. Yes, and, and we have a good contingent out there. If you're out there, we have a lot of listeners in Omaha, a lot in Iowa City, Cedar Rapids, heartlandflags.com. Free shipping to go along with your flag. Good stuff. Bill Bender will stop on in next. We'll talk college football with Bill Bender. He was at Penn State uh, this past weekend for Michigan and Penn State. We'll take a look back at that one, more so the environment as much as anything. Preview that massive, massive game in the Big Ten, Ohio State and Penn State. And go around college football with Bill. What does he think of this story that's unfolding in Ames, Iowa, over this last month of the season? He'll tell us next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and and myself with you noon until 2, Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. When you're hungry and craving a steak, you want to get your eat on, and you can at Iowa Beef Steakhouse. For over 30 years, Iowa Beef Steakhouse has been known for serving huge choice cuts of Iowa-raised beef, cooked over charcoal, and served with fantastic sides with everything from a fine Iowa chop to a tender filet mignon. Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on, and now you can enjoy the taste of a great steak or burger for lunch, Monday through Friday from 11 to 2, instead of having to wait until dinner time. And if you need a space for a meeting or holiday party, look to Iowa Beef Steakhouse. They can accommodate any size group with plenty of space for no additional charge, whether it's for lunch, dinner, or a special gathering. Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on. And you can get your eat on for half price because Iowa Beef Steakhouse is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Iowa Beef Steakhouse certificates for only $25 Friday morning at 9 a.m. at 1700kbgg.com. Flap, pustule, jowls, nugget, gurgle, smear, bulbous, pork. If you hear certain words on the job site, baloney, work, 
can be uncomfortable. Tender. So at least get work gear that's comfortable. Timberland Pro work shirts, pants, and boots. Head to toe, Timberland Pro. Not uncomfortable. Moist. 1700 KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each and every Friday night starting at 7 o'clock for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. After the game, keep it locked on 1700 KBGG for the Hartungen and Schrader Scoreboard Show. We'll take you up until 11 o'clock with scores from across the state of Iowa. Your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. The playoffs begin Friday night at 7 o'clock on 1700 Southeast Pope. Travels to Johnston to take on the Dragons on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. The holidays are around the corner, a merry time filled with family traditions and festive celebrations. But it's a hard season for those who have recently lost a loved one. You can help. Manda the Panda needs donations for its Cheer Box program, which delivers a box of gifts to families experiencing their first holiday season after the death of a loved one. Visit amandathepanda.org or call 515-223-HUGS for a list of needed items and to learn more. That's amandathepanda.org. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Show 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2 o'clock coming up. Uh, in the uh, 1 o'clock hour, Austin Arnod, former Iowa State quarterback, will be here at about 1.40. Right now, he joins us seemingly in this time slot each and every Wednesday, and we're certainly grateful to him uh, for finding time for us. He's Bill Bender of the Sporting News, who's 50 up and 30 down against the spread in college football, documented picks. And that's not what he does for a living. He writes for a living. Uh, he's an amateur prognosticator, but he is on fire and has been all year. Hello, Bill Bender. How are you? Trent and Ken. Hey, hey Ken. Trent, how you guys doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, let's go back to last Saturday before we go forward. Uh, that atmosphere on TV uh, at Happy Valley, just amazing on TV. In person, I can only imagine. Uh, the whiteout was spectacular. Bill, your thoughts on last Saturday night? Yeah, I kept looking down, and, and I was like, how are there this many people jammed in here? It was amazing. They uh, they brought it. They smelled blood, and you know they they really went after it, especially in the second half. I think the the most impressive thing about that performance was the way Trace McSorley played with the touchdown runs of the fire, and you know that's the first of three legs for them. And um, truly impressive performance all the way around by that Penn State football team. Well, this uh, Penn State team with another big one this week on the road this time against the Buckeyes, and though Ohio State hasn't played anybody, they seem to be rounding into form. Bill, the uh, spread nearly a touchdown right now. How do you see this thing playing out? Yeah, I kind of feel like that's what it'll be. It'll be a touchdown game either way. Um, they've had a couple of these in the past. I think uh, I picked the Buckeyes because I just 
uh, trust the home team here. Mm-hmm. But it's a game that Penn State's fully capable of winning. And again, I think it comes down to McSorley because I could totally envision a scenario where in the fourth quarter he has a chance to take them down and win the game. And with Barkley behind him, that can certainly happen. Will you be in the shoe on Saturday, Bill? Of course. You know me. And I'm happy because, you know, I've been running around so much. This is a weekend where I'm close to home. It's my daughter's birthday today, so I don't have to run around yeah Trent I don't know if you saw on Facebook I put that Brett Favre jersey on her just for you yes (laughs) well uh so you're saying no Brett Hundley jersey huh (laughs) we haven't ordered one of those yet he's got to win a couple starts first (laughs) yeah we'll see about that Bill uh what uh, speaking of winning a couple um Iowa State is one more in a couple they're five and two right now it's hard to believe um I'm guessing that you didn't spend a lot of time in the off season trying to forecast where Iowa State was going to fit into this Big 12 picture. God knows we didn't likewise you're not alone but uh, all of a sudden here they are Bill TCU comes a calling this weekend they're calling it the biggest game at uh, at Jack Trice Stadium in Ames in, in certainly a dozen years or so. Uh, this Iowa State team and what Matt Campbell is doing uh with them Catching the national media's attention. As it should. It's been a tremendous job he's done there. I mean, I know a little bit about Campbell through his uh, time at Toledo, and he's a Mount Union guy. And the thing, and you guys know this, obviously, that, that Mount Union was a Division three powerhouse for years under Vince and Larry Karras, right? But nobody really came off the coaching tree. So he's kind of the first one, and I'm real excited about it because – I know he can get it to work, and he's obviously getting it to work at Iowa State. It's a huge game, even if they lose here. Um, but but here's the other thing it's doing, is I think Iowa State's success has to make Oklahoma feel better because their loss doesn't look as bad with each passing week. It doesn't, and certainly helps out. The Big 12 and undefeated TCU obviously gets there. Without the name brand of Oklahoma, let's say – it is a 12 and 1 TCU team, a 12 and 1 even Oklahoma State. Is there enough there to get them into the college football playoff? I know a lot still to be played, but if it's not Oklahoma, would the name brand not being there hurt the Big 12 again? It might. I think Oklahoma State would have a better chance than TCU at 12 and 1 even though they lost to them mm-hmm. just because of the offense and they kind of got away with one last week to be honest they texas did. really had a yep. text date what else did texas need to win that game i mean it just didn't happen um but tc has been in the playoff picture before i think they know they're they're aware of all those things and they can't leave it to chance but it would be interesting like i i don't think that a 12 and 1 TCU would get in over a 12 and 1 Ohio State and I think a couple years ago is proof of that. You know, uh, speaking of Texas, seems like uh, Tom Herman's found his quarterback and it's not Shane Buchel who's, who everybody thought it was going to be especially on the heels of his freshman campaign. Ellinger, you know, you feel awful for that pass at the end the way the game ended, Bill, the escape that you're talking about uh there from that last week against Oklahoma State, but doesn't it seem to you that Tom Herman's identified the freshman Ellen, Ellinger as the guy that that they want to go forward with? He really has. And you know what? Texas is fine. They're, they're in a, you know, I, I, I think Bobby Bowden said this, and it was, uh, you know, as a program, you lose big, you lose close, you win close, you win big. And, and they're kind of in between lose close and win close. And that's where most programs are. But I thought they missed an opportunity to win that close game last week. But I, 
brighter days are ahead. They gave Oklahoma State a good fight. Ellinger played tough. And, uh, you know, you look at the back half of their schedule, they're going to have to beat a West Virginia or a Texas Tech or a TCU, and along with taking care of the other ones, just to get to a bowl game. And I just have a feeling they will get to that six or seven and build off that. So it's the uh, world's largest outdoor cocktail party this weekend, Florida, Georgia. The Bulldogs have struggled in this game as of late, but this seems to be a different Georgia game. Is this more dangerous than many people are thinking, or is it inevitable? Georgia's going to run away and hide in this one. No, I think they're going to be close. Uh, You know, Florida will fight and hang around with their defense. I could see Georgia pulling away late. I mean, this is a game the Bulldogs have to have. For all those creative two SEC team in the playoff conversations we're starting to have now, Georgia hasn't beat Florida the last three years. So they've got to get this game done. I think they will. Um, But Florida will hang around. They're coming off the bye week, and and they've got a defense that can hang around. But that – that game has just an uncanny knack of the unexpected happens. And I'm not saying Florida's going to win, but I'm just thinking it's not going to be as easy as we think. You know, another game, Bill, that uh, not many had circled, I don't think, anyways, when when the schedule came out. You know, October the 28th, NC State, Notre Dame, with a lot on the line in this one. But there is a lot on the line in this game. Notre Dame, an impressive win over USC. NC State is way better than most uh, thought that they were going to be. This is a big spot for a Notre Dame team that's looking to elbow their way into playoff conversation. And, you know, I don't think anybody truly believes that they're going to run the table. You know what? Maybe we take need to take a closer look after the way they dominated USC. Big game, Notre Dame. Dame, NC State this week. really is. And um, NC State's defensive line can get after it. It's a strength-on-strength matchup in terms of NC State has a top-ten run defense. Bradley Chubb's a maniac. Anybody that has watched him play, he's he's amazing. And uh, on the other side, uh, Notre Dame, you know, top-ten rushing offense. And they run for over 300 yards per game, and, and that's the biggest reason for their success. So you see Josh Adams running around doing the things he's doing. It's pretty good. I mean, Notre Dame, this isn't, you said it best. I mean, this is a real, the winner of this game really impacts how we head into November. If it's Notre Dame, you start to look at their schedule and you're like, wow, they might run the table. And if it's NC State, it sets up this big, big game against Clemson next Saturday in the ACC Atlantic. So uh, out to the West Coast with you, Bill. And the Pac-12 South, interesting. With USC struggles out there, they go to Arizona State who's found a way to revitalize themselves. Rich Rod in Arizona have done the same. Well, he found a quarterback. Khalil Tate running all over people. Arizona and Arizona State look like a possibility that maybe two new coaches would be there, and suddenly they're right in the thick of the race in the Pac-12 South. Well, we've seen this before with Rich Rodriguez and the quarterback, right? I mean, uh, Khalil Tate's running all over the place, whether it was Denard. It didn't quite work out the way he wanted at Michigan, but it did at West Virginia when he had a guy like Pat White. So... I think they're kind of an interesting team if they win Saturday against Washington State. Arizona State the same. They're they're just they're. I don't know if I could handle being an Arizona State fan because that is just on the edge of your seat type decision making all through the game. But they uh, certainly in that mix as well. Bill Bender, the Sporting News. Bill, last thing, and we'll talk to you. Uh, next Wednesday, hopefully your schedule will allow, and that will be uh, just you know, 12 or so hours uh, after the first college football playoff rankings are released. I know that you know we haven't played this coming weekends yet, but do you think that there's – what's going to be the biggest talking point? If yesterday was the first 
um, the first playoff announcement. Um, what, what, what do you think we'll be talking about, Bill? What do you think the, the nation will be up in arms with one week from today? I have a feeling that they're going to put Georgia two, and I wouldn't be surprised, if, especially if Penn State loses to Ohio State. One and two could be Alabama and Georgia, and that's going to obviously inflame. Yeah. It's going to, you know, what it does. Yeah. I mean, everybody will complain about the SEC being horrible, other than those two, and the SEC will defend that. And th- next Wednesday, when I talk to you guys at, at whatever time it is now, <laughs> I, I'll make that prediction. You, uh, the three of us, will be talking about Alabama, Georgia, one and two. We can't wait for it. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it as always. Bill Bender, the Sporting News. Enjoy the shoe this weekend. Massive, massive. Oh, game. thank you so much. Thank Appreciate you, Bill. It, guys. Good to talk to you, Bill Bender, uh, Sporting News. He's their national college football writer. Ohio State, Penn State for him. Penn State, Michigan last week. It was the Tennessee, Alabama. Ten- who did yes, see? yes, Ten- yeah, yeah. Tennessee, Alabama. What a life. He's got a good one. Yeah, he does. It's a, a good gig he's got there with the sporting news. You got a feel yet on Buckeyes, Nittany Lions? You leaning one well, way or the other? I remember a couple of weeks ago. I think it was at the after the Nebraska game. I think I proclaimed that I found the second best team in the country. I, mean, I think I said that on the show. And then... You and a couple other people, you know, really? I mean, you're sure they look good, but you've seen who they played. Yeah. And okay, you're right. They haven't exactly played the, uh, the creme de la creme. I, I just look at what they're doing, Trent. I, I think that they're way better than they were against Oklahoma. The offensive yes. line is much better. Both of the running backs are in. Barrett seems to be playing at uh, such a high level. He's making more plays down the field. Still not great down the field. Nobody certainly it's easy was when people Nebraska. Are, right. Maybe that's because, well, it's Nebraska. And the guys running open is different than actually having to make mm-hmm. a play with the guy on somebody's hip. And, yeah. and there'll be guys on people's hip from Penn State. I'm still with you, Buckeyes. And this, the line being, it feels like the it's line's a, seven, a little right? Yeah. It, it seems like that's a lot of points It in this does. Game. And when that's the case, I tend to go the other way. So I'm leading Buckeyes. And I still, I go back to last year's game. They dominated that football game against yes. Penn State. No, they, they were embarrassed. Yeah, Penn there, State. There was Penn State should not have been in that game. They get the blocked field goal, yep. come back, and then win in twenty seventeen. I agree, but it was two different teams. It was mm-hmm. just one of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep coming back to that, and teams can change and evolve. And I get that. I just think Ohio State's better. I just think they're a better team, and I think they're going to win. At Iowa, home to Michigan State, home to Illinois, at Michigan to wrap things up for the Bucks. That's... One loss. 11-1, beat Wisconsin, probably the three seed. I think Bill's right, though. I think that the country's going to be all revved up next week because it's and, – yeah. and he's right, and everybody's right. The SEC's – I mean, they got two really nice teams and then a bunch of garbage. Well, and take a step forward, I think if Georgia wins this week – Don't wins, you think they will? I think they'll be one number one. I think they'll be ranked above Alabama. What, who's Alabama beat? Alabama. Look at Alabama's schedule. Look real quick. Do we have time? Well, you know what? Let's we'll do, do it at 1 o'clock. Yes. We'll start the 1 o'clock hour with that as we uh, run out of uh, the first hour of the program. But the good news is we've got one more to go, and we hope you'll stick around for it. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. Austin Arnod, former Cyclone, will be here at 140. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. 
Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at BC Divide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like something to eat before the big trick-or-treat. Get Red Baron Frozen Pizza on sale for $2.99 each. Or picture time. Polish those pearly whites with Crest Complete toothpaste for just $2.99. Plus, we've lowered prices on hundreds of market pantry and up-and-up items like soup, baking essentials, vitamins, and more. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. 1700 KBGG and Charles Gabus Ford want to put you in the driver's seat of a brand new Ford Edge. This car is for you. It's all about getting you a three-year lease on a 2017 Ford Edge. Sign up now to qualify at participating businesses who are offering even more great prizes. Like a $100 gift card to Memory Bound Scrapbook Store at 641 North Ankeny Boulevard, an autographed Nora Fleming designed piece from Treasure House at 721 North Ankeny Boulevard or $100 in Orange Leaf gift certificates at the Ankeny and Urbandale Orange Leaf frozen yogurt locations and more. To see all of the participating businesses, log on to 1700kbgg.com and keep listening for details on even more chances to qualify. This car is for you with Charles Gabus Ford and 1700kbgg. The Autism Society of Iowa will host its 39th annual conference on Friday, November the 3rd at the Sheraton Hotel in West Des Moines. The keynote speaker will be Steve Silberman. There will be eight breakout sessions in the afternoon to cover several autism topics. Registration is now open at AutismIA.com. AutismIA.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. 